Welcome to another episode of Modern Health with Dr. Jane. I, of course, am Dr. Jane. I'm a naturopathic doctor and a natural fertility expert. And today I want to talk to you about how to manage Mother's Day when you are struggling with infertility. So my goal and what I'm really passionate about is empowering and educating couples and women on how to take control back of their fertility journey. And Mother's Day is one of those days that's going to be a triggering day. If you've been struggling for a long time to conceive, if maybe you happen to conceive the first time and now struggling with secondary infertility, uh, Mother's Day or, I mean, baby showers, pregnancy announcements can all be triggering events. And so in this podcast, I want to give you kind of two different shifts in perspectives on how to manage Mother's Day and how to come through it on the other side, feeling more empowered and more in control. So let's dive in. And first of all, let's just acknowledge the fact that it's totally normal to be triggered on this day. And like I said, whether it's baby shower or pregnancy announcements, it's very, very normal to be triggered because really the emotions that come up, the emotions that come up of anger and frustration of when is it going to be me? It's so unfair. I thought I would be pregnant with my second child, or it might just bring some negative emotions from the first pregnancy if it was really traumatic. And so let's help you shift this perspective and learn from those triggers, because the reason for this trigger is something that I call the gap. Now, what is the gap? The gap is when the expectation of where you thought you would be does not match the reality of where you are. And so this gap is generally filled with a lot of negative emotions, jealousy, bitterness, sadness, grief, anxiety, overwhelm, hopelessness, helplessness, you name it. And so What the mistakes that I see couples make and women make is that we sit and we dwell in this gap and we get stuck in this vicious cycle of feeling sorry for ourselves, but then also feeling really angry and frustrated that we just can't seem to get help. We're frustrated with our bodies because we don't understand how it works. We don't trust our bodies because we feel like it has failed us to do this thing that it was built and designed to do. And then, of course, like I said, it seems unfair because everybody around you looks like they're just getting pregnant without even trying. And here you are taking much better care of your health and you just can't seem to either get pregnant or stay pregnant. So what I want to teach you and what I want to show you today is to use this gap in a way that's going to help you make a decision on your next step. And the first thing that I want you to assess is to understand why did you have this expectation in the first place? Where did the expectation of becoming a parent and that was going to be really easy and really fun, where did that expectation come from? Now, every time I ask a question, don't think of it as like a judgmental way, but like literally just go to your logical brain and ask yourself, like, why did I expect for this journey to be really, really easy? And whether it's because, and honestly, like write these answers down, whether it's because all your friends had no issues getting pregnant, maybe it was your parents, maybe you just had no idea what to expect. So you just expected the best, but In reality, the reason that we're in the gap, right, in the disappointment and sadness is because our expectation isn't matching our reality. And 
we live in a world where we expect a lot of things. And when those expectations, when our life doesn't go as planned, we're going to be disappointed. And in reality, like we need to understand where those expectations came from in the first place. And then what I want you to do, and this might surprise you, is really understand the gap and the the negativity of the gap. And I'm going to break down the gap a little bit, you know, into three different components. But I want you to go down the rabbit hole of what emotions are you feeling? Because everyone who is going through infertility expects that you're feeling the same thing or the reason why you're feeling those things are the same. Like I said, all some of the negative things that you might be experiencing, whether it's bitterness or jealousy or grief or sadness, there is, of course, a theme. But why you're experiencing or why you're feeling these emotions, it's going to be different based on your story and your beliefs. And so instead of trying to avoid these feelings, I actually want you to go down the rabbit hole to help you understand how your mind works. Now, I'm going to give you a story. A patient story that I literally just had a couple of days ago of she is, has lost, she has had two miscarriages. Um, it spooked her. She had some, you know, autoimmune disease, some inflammation that the doctors weren't really helping her figure it out. And so this is when she found me and she's going through my Maximize Your Fertility program. And now she's at a point where she's ready to start trying again. So she's completed, you know, a bunch of the things that we've done together. We've done a lot of testing. Uh, We've retested again and seen some markers improve. And so now she feels like she's ready to start trying again. But the thought of losing another baby is something that she doesn't want to even consider. And when she said that, she's like, I don't even want to think about that. You know, I don't, I know it's a possibility, but like, I can't even think about it. And what I said to her was like, well, you know what? We actually should think about it because there is no guarantee in this space. And there is no guarantee that this pregnancy will happen really easily and that you won't lose this baby. I'd love to say that. I'd love to say that that's what's going to happen, but let's not... Um, giving to the toxic positivity that actually doesn't help very much in the situation. And so instead, what I asked her is like, well, let's go down the rabbit hole. Like, what will happen if you lose the baby? What will happen? And the emotions that came up for her is feeling behind, feeling like she's falling behind, feeling like, you know, all her friends are pregnant uh, and she is the only one that's left and doesn't have any babies. And then I said, okay, well, what else is coming up? Like, why is it important to not be left behind? What's that like? What's that emotion of, you know, and she went down the rabbit hole with me. So because she's a good patient, a good student, she talked about how, okay, well, I just like, I feel like I'm getting older, both me and my partner are getting older. She's 32. And, you know, now I know that there's limitations that I can't sit on the floor for as long. And I have these things that are bothering me. And so I'm not going to be as young, as vibrant as I want to be. And so the longer that things happen with a miscarriage, and then I have to wait again to heal, it just feels like I'm getting older. And then I'm not going to be able to be as present as I want to be um, when I'm a mom. And my next question was like, okay, so because it's interesting, like she's not that old and she feels that the obvious, the constant theme for her is that she's falling behind, she's alone, she's being left alone, and there's a desire to connect. 
And the more down the rabbit hole we went, the more she kind of opened up and said, well, my mom and my parents were actually really old and they had a bunch of issues and they couldn't go out for hikes with us. They didn't play sports with us. And it, you know, she actually never really felt connected to her mom and never really felt seen or understood by her mom. And so she has this strong desire to have a child to rewrite that story and uh, to and the fear of, well, the older that I'm getting and the more, you know, aches and pains that I'm getting, then I'm going to just relive this and pass this pain on to my child not being able to connect with them. As you, I'm not like, if you can see this unraveling where the miscarriage, like whether it happens or not, the reason that things happen to us in our life is for something in us, like every individual person, unique person, we all have our own sets of emotions, if you will, that we feel and beliefs and traumas. And they don't have to be big traumas. They can just be little micro traumas that you had throughout your life, like not feeling seen by your mom as a child or not feeling connected to your parents, um, not feeling understood by them. That's important. That's a big pain point. And instead of running away from that, instead of trying to avoid it and hope that it just doesn't keep happening, the way that we go through this, and this is how we build emotional resiliency, and this is how we build emotional maturity, is to actually sit with these really negative emotions. And I don't even want to call them negative, like I'm doing quotations here, because it's there's no such thing as a good or a bad emotion. It's just an emotion. And the more that we suppress one, on, you know, let's say on the negative spectrum, we're going to suppress the ones on the positive spectrum as well. And the more that we try to run away from the negative ones, the more situations are going to happen in our lives to keep bringing it out. So instead of running away from it, if we just sit with it and not even sit with it, but understand where it's coming from, I think the power of understanding how your mind works is really important because not only is it going to help you lead a healthier and happier life, but it's also going to allow you to be a much more present parent and uh, much more present throughout the pregnancy. And then obviously as a parent to just be able to be with your child and accept them for who they are, as opposed to pass on these traumas, because in the patient case that I shared with you, it's not like the mom did that on purpose. It's likely that she also was never seen by her parents and she never felt connected to, by her parents. And so understanding that story would also be really important to see like, hey, we're just passing these emotions on. And the way that our kids take them on is just going to be different than what you think they take them on because, and let me explain that one of the things when she, you know, shared her story and I, I was like, so what if you have a kid that doesn't want to spend time with you? And that's something that's really hard for future parents to hear, especially if you've been working really hard on becoming a parent because you assume that your child is just going to love you unconditionally. And it's not to say that they don't love you unconditionally, but how they express that love is going to be very different from maybe what you expected. And the reason I say that is from personal experience. I have a daughter who doesn't really like spending time with me and not, she likes to be around me, but she doesn't like to be touched. She doesn't like to be cuddled. She doesn't like, to, she is an independent person and she keeps us at a distance. 
And it's not, it took me a long time to realize that it's like, that's just who she is. And it's still something that obviously as she grows and I'm growing with her, I see that it's not, and now having the comparison of a second daughter who is much more cuddly, who is much more, um, you know, dependent and wants to spend more time and more um, attached in a different way, if you will, because I don't believe that there is one, you know, attached theory, if you will. But your kids are just going to be their own individual and unique people. And if you are so terrified of feeling alone and you're hoping that by having a child, it's going to help you feel connected and complete, understand that having a child is a powerful experience, but it can also bring out and it does bring out some of the most painful emotional triggers for us. Because those triggers are in us. They're not in the child. They're in us. They're for us to feel. And the gap that you're feeling now where the expectations are not matching the reality, if there is this common theme that you're noticing, and maybe now you will start to notice and go down the rabbit hole. But if you go and let yourself go down the rabbit hole, like just understand what is the worst thing that you are thinking of. Write it out. Talk about it. And then bring yourself to the now. Well, those things aren't happening right now. Like right in this moment, nothing is really happening, right? And so learning how to be present is the really the trick here. The, the, that's the skill that I'm trying to teach you or to bring awareness to is this gap will show you what is the emotion that you need to focus and feel through right now? What is the most important thing for you to go through right now? Because our infertility journey can be a very healing journey, or it could be a very painful journey. And so if my goal is to really help couples switch it towards the healing journey and increase your probability of conceiving naturally by going through these um, healing experiences, whether it's mental, emotional, or physical, as opposed to ignoring them and just trying to force ourselves into, uh, you know, into pregnancy. And that's really what my whole podcast about. But like I said, in order for you guys to develop emotional resiliency and to develop emotional maturity, we need to actually feel our emotions. We need to understand what our emotions are, and then we need to go through them instead of suppress them. And if you're saying like, but I feel them every day, it's different to talk about it versus to feel it. And what is the, emo- like, how do you feel and express emotions? Do you cry? Do you need to, you know, move and go to a boxing class? Do you need to write something out? Do you need to do some breath work? We're all unique in a way that we process emotions. And it's not like once you've done it once, it's done. Like loneliness is something that I remember going through um, very heavily in my first couple of years of naturopathic medicine school. And I actually spent a long time in a counselor's chair trying to understand where this loneliness came from and what what is this, what did this emotion mean for me? Where was I carrying it? How did I express it? And the first time I felt it was really big and really powerful and I had a big breakdown. But now when I experience loneliness, it's very much like, oh, there's loneliness again. I feel it. That I recognize that emotion. I know that emotion. Um, and I'm not afraid of it anymore. And so that's kind of the emotional resiliency and maturity that I'm talking about. And if uh, this is going to bring me to the next uh, to the next point, but 
if you take the time to really understand who you are and understand what you want and what you need as a you know as a human being and i mean like truly understand it to the depth of your soul without being scared but instead be fearless when you step into it you're going to feel a weight lift off your shoulders or off your chest and that's the feeling that i want you to have because some of us most of us maybe even all of us are carrying these big heavy emotions without recognizing it and when we say that like i'm stressed you don't know where the stress is coming from. It's like some of it is just, you don't even know how long you've had it for. And so it's this big emotional weight. If we can let you, give you the permission to lift it off. And the thing that I was going to say is like, you might need some help. You might need some help to do that. If we can just bring awareness is the first step. And then the next step is to do the work to actually get this weight off our chest so we can decrease the level of stress on your body because that's going to allow you to heal. And that brings me to my next point. So the gap right now, so we're going to the depth of the gap and we're feeling our emotions. But what I want you to think about the gap is it's not it might, if your emotions are in check and it's genuinely like you're just frustrated and you've done the mental and emotional work and you've done the deep ends of work and spirituality and uh, feel really connected to yourself and the, your partner and the, you know, and the universe, the world, you're passionate about the things that you're doing. Then we look at the gap is, well, what else is missing? Because the expectation isn't matching the reality. So emotional health is one of us, but then there's mental health and then there is our physical health. And it's really, really important to assess, like, this is what I'm talking about is the gap is going to tell you, what are you, what do you need to do next? Because if the emotional health is in check, now let's talk about our beliefs and our mindset. Now let's talk about our physical health. Do you know, am I at an optimal weight? Is my thyroid functioning well? Do I have good immune system function? Am I sleeping well? Do I have good energy? Do I have good digestion? Is my partner doing all of those things as well? Because if you say the statement, well, I'm doing everything. As soon as you say that, as soon as you say I'm doing everything, and I'm going to use weight loss as an example. When you say I'm doing everything, what you really mean is I'm doing everything that I know. I'm doing everything that I know. But there is a possibility that there are things that you don't know. And so if you just say, I'm doing everything, you're right away closing your mind off to seeing any other opportunities that might arise in being able to help you with weight loss. And I was a lot in the weight loss space, and I still work with that because, hey, guess what? If you can't lose weight, it's likely that your hormones are out of balance. And if your hormones are out of balance, you're probably your menstrual cycle is probably going to be impacted. And if your menstrual cycle is impacted, your ovulation is uh, likely impacted and so is your fertility. So everything in the body is super interconnected. And instead of looking at problems as one single problem, it's opening up your mindset to say, hey, what am I missing? Instead of I'm doing everything. Because as soon as you say things like, what am I missing? Now you're going to be looking for solutions as opposed to closed off to solutions. Once you accept the gap, once you understand that, okay, there is a gap, I had this crazy expectation that getting pregnant and being a parent was going to be super, super easy because all my friends, uh, you know, were able to get pregnant, or it seems that everyone on the internet is getting pregnant except me. 
And in reality, that comparison doesn't really do anything for us. First of all, you, you don't really know, like a lot of more people are sharing about their fertility journeys and they will say that it was easy versus they're struggling. You also don't know what that pregnancy was like. You don't know what the baby will be like, what the child will be like, what the relationship was like with a partner, what financial situation, work situation. You just have no idea. And so comparing yourself to a part of the journey where you are at now to where somebody was five, 10 years ago or two years ago just doesn't really do anything. And it spends your energy and it puts your energy in the wrong place. So we need to just accept the gap of like, this is where I am and it sucks. And it does suck. I don't want to take away from the fact that you are in the gap and it's super frustrating. Like infertility is one of the worst things that a couple can go through. There's a ton of couples that actually separate through infertility because it's so hard mentally, physically, and emotionally on both partners and eventually on the couple. So don't underestimate it, but we just want to accept the gap so we can breathe. And then the next part will be, well, what is it that we need to do to fill the gap? What kind of help do I need? Do I need to take a course? Do I need to read a book? Do I need some one-on-one -on -one help and support? What level of help do I need? You know, do I need to do a bunch of lab work or do you want to, do I just want to explore this acupuncture route and see what they, you know, a good acupuncturist might help, or maybe it's a, a therapist. You get to decide and understand what is the level of help that you need based on the level of pain that you feel. So if you are in a lot of pain, meaning you've been trying for a long time or you've had multiple losses, you have conditions that are known, whether it's autoimmune disease or PCOS or endometriosis or low progesterone, or maybe you don't have any of those, but you have this unexplained infertility label that has been put on you and you're just confused, the level of help that you might need there is going to be much greater for somebody who's just starting out in this space, if you will, and it's just been trying for three or six months and they have really no idea what to expect. The point is that you get to decide what kind of, what level of help you need in order to feel supported, in order to ease off some of this anxiety and overwhelm and to have somebody who is going to, you know, provide you with some guidance and support. Because the truth is, Things like Mother's Day and things like baby showers and pregnancy announcements are going to come around all the time. And if they're causing triggers, the trigger just really tells us that there's work to be done. And sometimes that work is going to therapy. Sometimes that work is learning how to draw boundaries and taking a bath. Sometimes it's finding a practitioner who is going to, you know, dig deep and help you understand the root cause of your infertility, like what I do with my patients. But what you don't want to do is just go to the brunch or go to the parties because you feel like you should, because you feel like that's the right thing to do versus you go because you want to and you understand that you are happy for this person, but you also understand that you have identified your gap 
and you know the level of work that you are doing and what you're doing has nothing to do what with what the people around you are doing and it's really hard for us not to compare ourselves to our tribe if you will because it is ingrained in the human brain you want to do things that you want to do and you understand why you're doing them and you feel at peace with the decisions that you are making and that's not an easy place to come to and so if this mother's day you're feeling really triggered i hope that you found this helpful and instead of avoiding and feeling bitter and feeling you know jealous all the negative things that i've said before is write out some of these things that i said and number 1 is where did the expectation that this was going to be really easy come from? And not from a judgmental place, but just genuinely like, why did you think that this was going to be really easy? And the second is really explore this gap. Where is the gap for you? What's the emotional, mental, and physical aspects of your health that you need to focus on? And where is the gap in either of those three? Or is there a gap in all of those three in order to help guide you in what kind of help you're going to need in order for you to become successful? Because it's possible, like we get stuck in this fertility journey thinking that it's impossible to get pregnant because it's been three years, it's been four years, nobody can seem to understand. Uh, you know, understand what's going on, or I have low quality eggs, or I have no eggs left, and I'm only 30 years old. Deep down, like every time I've talked, uh, you know, to a new patient or someone messaging me on my social media, it's like deep down, you know, that there's something that's missing. And part of my podcast is to really enlighten women and couples and all the possible ways that the body can heal. The body is very much designed to heal. And, but if there's been things that are going on for a long time, you need a professional and it's hard for you to do it alone, not because you're not doing things right, but that whole knowledge piece, if, if you're doing everything, you're doing everything that you know, but usually if it's not working, that's just a sign that you're missing something as opposed to that your body is broken. And if you ever need a reminder to know if your body has the ability to heal, just go ahead and give yourself a tiny little paper cut on one of your hands or your fingers and watch your body do its work. Now, if it didn't have the healing abilities, then it wouldn't heal. Or if you put a band, like an elastic band on your hand and then threw your hand in the freezer, it probably takes longer to heal than you take that elastic band off and then, you know, you massage some vitamin E oil in and you drink lots of water and, you know, cover it with a Band-Aid to make sure it doesn't reopen. It would probably heal a lot faster. And so this is the same thing for the body in terms of the, whether it's your hormones, whether it's your egg quality, whether it's your weight or your thyroid or blood sugar regulation, we have to remove the obstacle and we have to give the body the nutrients that it needs to heal and the healing happens. But the more complex the problem is, the more, uh, the more help you're going to need to just help you make sense of the situation. And once the body is healed, 
you're going to regain that trust in the system and you're going to understand that, hey, your body was just trying to tell you that something was wrong this whole time. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow uh, me on the Spotify or rate this episode, share it on your social media. Every share, follow and rate really helps me grow. I do not run ads on this podcast and I don't intend to. So everything that you share um, and the follows really will help me get my message across to help couples take back control of their fertility journey and take back uh, control of their health so we can raise a healthy generation of parents and kids. Much love you guys, and I'll see you next week.